Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Football season can get a little hectic from grabbing snacks for the tailgate to fueling your kids for practice. Experience drone delivery with Wing. Get fast, safe, and eco-friendly delivery in 30 minutes or less. Now in select neighborhoods in Dallas-Fort Worth. To see if Wing has landed in your neighborhood, visit wing.com slash Texas football. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days, and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high-quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance. Really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show with a flawless intro. Yes. My name is Greg Tepper. Just stuck landing. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, apparently not Twitch, uh, Twitter, or you'll listen to the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here in this chair, sitting over there in that chair. We don't really have a nickname for you yet. It'll come. It'll come. She is our producer for the day, VNA Moreno. What's Hello. going on? Hello. What's going on, VNA? What's going on? Um, getting ready for Super Bowl weekend. Okay. Me too. Are you coming in on Monday? Um, See, I'm taking Crudo Monday off. Do you know that? Do you know this story? So down in the Rio Grande Valley, they take they do not. Like it's like a holiday the day after the Super Bowl. They mm-hmm. call it Crudo Monday because mm-hmm. the thing is nobody feels good the day after the Super Bowl, <laughs> right? Like nobody does. Football's over. And well, and like I don't know about you, but like you're eating a lot of food and perhaps you're drinking a lot of <clears throat> water, mm-hmm. and 
And yeah. And so they like the real Grand Valley is a right. Just take the day off. It should be a holiday. Although, did you did you hear and hi, we're just going a bunch of different places here in the beginning. That's okay. It's a vibes based Friday. It's vibes Friday. Vibes um, Friday. It's um I think it was Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick had a take this week. And I, the more I think about it, the more I agree with it. The Super Bowl should be on Saturday. It should be Super Bowl Saturday. It should. There's no reason. There's not a rest reason. They've, they haven't played a game mm-hmm. in, in, in 12 days from now. It'll be 13 days tomorrow. They've had two weeks off, basically. There's not a rest reason. It, and everyone, America, could use Sunday to recover. I just don't. And there's like, no there's no there's college no football. College, I was about to say that. Yeah. No college football. There's no college football. Like there's no reason to not have it on Saturday. I just think I I I think I agree with Dan Patrick that it should be it should be Super Bowl Saturday. Saturday. It, it, but you still have the alliteration thing. Super Bowl Saturday. Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know the I big game. The big on game. A Saturday. I don't know. I just think we should consider that as a nation. Um, Considerations taken. Today is Friday. I don't understand that. Friday, February 9th, 2024. It is 293 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Michael B. Jordan. Oh. Michael B. Jordan and I are the same age. We are both 37. Oh, wow. I think we look a lot alike. Yeah. It's episode 1730. I can't fire you. I do not have the ability to fire you, to be clear. <laughs> like, that's not, that's not, you're not my direct report. I can't fire you. Too. Uh, on today's show, folks, uh, I caught up with Jeff Fleener, the head coach of the Mesquite Skeeters, fresh off of their, um, I'm sorry, the Forney Jackrabbits. I have that wrong. He's the former Mesquite coach. It's the Forney Jackrabbits. I fed you the wrong information. Forney Jackrabbits. That's me. That's on me. I own that one. He used to coach Mesquite. Now he's a head coach at Forney. Forney Jackrabbits, fresh off their state semifinal run. And this was pre, um, this was pre um, uh, realignment. So he didn't know what their realignment fate was. Uh, uh-huh. We'll hear what he had to say at the DFW Coaching Clinic coming here uh, in just a minute. And then back half the show, it's Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. We're answering your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, anything you got in the comments, Facebook, YouTube, uh, et cetera. We'll get to that. That's my bad, VNA. There I'm, we go. I'm just ca- That's I'm, okay. I'm catching you slipping. My boss is watching this. That's so. on me. That's on me. That's, <laughs> yeah, to be clear, to be clear, that's on me. Because I think I asked him about Mesquite in the interview, and I'm like, oh, this is perfect. I'm dragging over. Mesquite. Anyway, Mesquite. I think you say it, too. In the, no, I'm just kidding. I don't no, know. No, I don't. No, I know he's the former Jackrabbits head coach. I just didn't know it uh, this morning because it's been a week. Uh, do we have first four through the door of you tonight? Oh, we do. Oh, did uh, I think Matt Stepp is asking if he's if first four. We have Daniel Agnew. Swish. Um, TJ Hudson. Swish. Matt McSpadden. Yes. And Texas uh, Matt. Guy Jones. Guy Jones. Guy Jones. Guy Jones. Guy Jones. Uh, <laughs> thanks for spending a little bit of your day uh, with us. All right, VNA. Uh, the head coach of the Forney Jackrabbits, who led them to a state semifinal this past year. Um, Coach Jeff Fleener caught up with us at the DFW Coaching Clinic a couple weeks ago. Uh, Was nice enough, gracious enough to give us a little bit of his time. Here is Jeff Fleener, head coach of the Forney Jackrabbits. A thing I definitely knew. Yes. On Texas football today. 
Greg Tepper, Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com here in Grapevine at the DFW Coaches Clinic here with the head coach of the state semifinalist Forney Jackrabbits, it's Coach Jeff Fleener. Uh, do you get just do do you act, request people introduce you exclusively as head coach of the state semifinalist Forney Jackrabbits now these days? No, not at all, man. You know, you know how it is. You have a great season and it's a lot of fun and it's. Uh, but at this point now, it's like, uh, are, are you going to do it again? You know, especially going moving to 6A. So it, it, it'll be a fun. Uh, you know, now that some time has passed, you know, the, the eight, nine weeks since since the, the season ended, I'm curious if you can kind of identify what it was about last year's team that really made them special that suddenly, you know, you guys are able to run off. And obviously, some outstanding talent we can talk about, but but can you identify after the fact what it was that made that team really special? Well, I mean, it, it always comes down to the football players, and, and obviously we had some great football players. But, uh, you know, we, we had that little extra push where when you, when you put great players in a situation where they know how to win, they're experienced. We're the most experienced team I've ever been around. We had eight to nine, uh, three- or four-year starters. You know, that helps a ton. But uh, having a town like we have in Forney that had been great before, especially when they were small, and remember what that was like, that were just – thirsting to do it again and to to put a team out there and then know that week in and week out even when we got to the playoffs we're going to have you know six seven eight ten thousand fans show up to the game uh you, you you can't beat that you know i think it's really interesting as somebody who's followed your career pretty closely that you're a, a, such a good coach when you've got kyler murray at quarterback or jv and osborne at running back have you noticed that uh, it's funny you know as <laughs> i'm really good at making sure they get on the bus um, you know, and, and, but I will say this, and I, I, I always got to make sure that I, I, I give credit where credit is due. All of those teams uh, in the Colin Murray years and then again this year, amazing defenses. Um, and, and something that we pride ourselves on and uh, put a lot of effort into. And, uh, you know, they, they don't always get all the credit. Uh, and, you know, when you've got some elite offensive guys, but man, amazing defense this year that that helped us. But uh, but yeah, it's always good when you got a uh, a running back like that. Because it, it strikes me, I'm glad you brought that up. Because for all the all the, the playmakers you've gotten, it's fun to watch your offenses go. But at the critical moments, your defense stood on its head and came up for those for those big plays. And there's a real argument that you, if you just parachuted in and watched this team, you'd be like. Oh yeah, it's a that's a defense first team. A couple of nice offensive pieces, but that defense is what's really kind of put you know straw that stirs a drink. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, people people forget a little bit about the defense. And you know, you have Aaron Flowers out there who's already at Oregon and uh, killed it the uh, Army All American uh, uh, practices and games, and then uh, you know an elite D line and, and things like that. And a bunch of guys that we're going to have that are going to get to uh, have a chance to go play at the next level, and then we've got more coming back and. Uh, you know, that that's the whole thing is as great as the offensive players that we can put on the field and do some things, uh, defense defense still wins games. Defense still wins championships. And uh, even as an offensive guy, I've, I've, I've had to bring myself to admit that. Uh, so now, next year we'll pose a, a new challenge. Here in about a week, we're going to find out uh, your, your realignment fate. You guys are moving up uh, to Class 6A. Um, Where's it? Where's your your head at? How are we feeling these days? You know, six days out from finding out the where, where you guys are gonna land. Well, you know, the best part about it is, is you know, I, I try to explain to people, my three years at Fournier are the only three years I haven't been six A. So uh, I have had a lot of experience with that. 
Um, the other thing is I try to remind everybody is we played Longview, Lancaster twice, Port Arthur Memorial, Frisco, Lone Star, and Alito, all of which were in the top eight preseason state rankings of a very elite magazine, Dave Campbell's Texas Football. And, uh, you know, it, other than maybe the Duncanville and DeSotos of the world, who in 6A is going to show up and just surprise us compared to those teams? Well, especially Longview, Lancaster, they're moving up with you. You know, they're moving up to 6A as well. So uh, I do think, and I'm curious from your perspective, at the top of 5A and the really good, you know, at the top of 6A, there are a couple differences, but it's probably, I don't want to say overstated, but, like, certainly it's a lot closer than people think. Elite ball is elite ball. Uh, and people have asked all the time, I said the number one difference maybe between 5A, D1, and 6A is depth, 100%, and O-line, D-line. And uh, other than that, uh, there's not as big of a difference. It, between all other classifications, I think there is a significant difference. But between 6A and 5A, D1, not so much. And I remember, you know, even those battles when I was the, the offense coordinator in Allen, we played Longview four years in a row as a non-district team because we couldn't find anybody else that would play us. And, yes, they were 5A, but battles. Yeah, they'd, make that, they'd match up with you up front, too. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I, I, I still, to this day, when, uh, when I saw uh, King and Longview were up in 6A, first call immediately to him. You sorry, SOB. You told me you were not coming up. You told me we were done. And uh, he said, well, I thought we were too. And I said, well, yeah, how could you not get those 10 kids kicked out of school? Uh, you know, a few years ago, somebody uh, said that they, they didn't want to interview you because you were one and nine uh, there at, at, at Mesquite. Uh, is, this a, is this better, what, what you're doing these days? Oh, it's absolutely better, man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just what a fun fun deal to uh, to have the relationship we have with you guys, with you, with Step, uh, with uh, with Ashley, Mallory, you know, everybody that's come together. You know, as much as we want to give each other some, some crap every now and then, am I allowed to say crap on here? Uh, you know, as much as we want to give it to each other, what y'all do for Texas high school football, unmatched, unmatched, and we appreciate it. Coach, appreciate you, my friend. Thank you. Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas, we're glad you're here. Wing is the largest residential drone delivery provider in the world, delivering to your home in less than 30 minutes. Order using an app just like other popular delivery services, and Wing's automated drone takes care of the rest.
fast, safe, and sustainable, and it's now delivering to parts of Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. You can learn more at wing.com slash texasfootball. Again, that's wing.com slash texasfootball. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Hi, I'm back. This time, a scheduled on on camera <laughs> appearance. Thanks to 40 head coach Jeff Flaner for helping all of us. Uh, as uh, we had a, a about a second between when we rolled the intro, when we rolled the ads. Uh, anyway, VNI. People love to see your face. People love to see it. It is time for helpful Honda Mailback Friday. The North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score on award-winning deals like the rugged and reliable. 2024 Honda Ridgeline. Visit ntxhondadealers.com to learn more or just go visit them. Go visit our friends in North Texas Honda Dealers. Uh, it's North Texas Honda Dealers. It's Help Honda Mailback Friday. Get your questions in on Facebook, YouTube, uh, et cetera. We will go uh, about 13 minutes up there, up to the top. So uh, get us, let us know your com- uh, comments, Facebook, YouTube, et cetera. Uh, question, I'll field them. We'll start with Todd Gleaton. Todd Gleaton asks, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on Patterson to Baylor. So I'm not sure if you saw the news yesterday, but Baylor has hired a, um, it's like an analyst role mm-hmm. or it's like a, it's oh. like a, like a, like a, an assistant coaching role, but I believe it's off field. You were a little confused by this analyst role. Um, yes, I was. <laughs> and they have hired Gary Patterson. Now, Gary mm-hmm. Patterson perhaps is best known as the head coach of the TCU Horned Frogs. You know, the big rival of Baylor. Uh, he is now crossing uh, the, uh, I guess going south on 35, down to Waco <laughs> to become the, uh, crossing the Brazos. I guess, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You can, no, the football stadium's technically north of the Brazos. Anyway, all that's to say. Yes. Uh, he is heading down to take over, uh, be an analyst on the, uh, the staff there at Baylor. Um, strange bedfellows, to be clear. Um, and I am, I will say this about Gary Patterson. Okay. There was really never any doubt that he knows his way around defense. He is a defensive mastermind. He's a defensive guru. He, he, in many ways, I read a really interesting article about, um, about him, uh, recently about how he really helped to evolve college football defenses. And brought the four two five really into into uh, to vogue uh, in the, the defensively, and um, obviously did huge things. I mean, he took them and won a Rose Bowl there. 
it's going to be odd. It's going to be very odd whenever he um, takes, whenever you see him for the first time in a Baylor shirt because he has represented and I think it at times had a relatively antagonistic relationship with Baylor and people around the Baylor program. Um, but I think that this is the kind of move that Dave Aranda makes when he is when he needs to win like he like they need to win plain and simple if Dave Aranda doesn't win this year he's going to be fired that's not really an opinion um he's going to get he's going to get run and so I think that this is a I don't want to call it a desperation move because I think that anytime you're bringing in a a quality football guy into your program like he's going to help you uh succeed on the defensive side um what I would say is that this to me indicates that Dave Aranda understands that this is a winning you have to win now and bringing you have to and be up because of that you have to maybe put aside some of the other um, past histories and just see if he'll bite mm-hmm. and obviously he has and so he's going to he's going to be the next uh, one of the assistants at, at Baylor it's going to be very very interesting let's see other questions we've got um, Con- uh, Connor Hefferman asks Heffernan asks what are your thoughts on how Austin LBJ landed after UIL realignment so realignment has come and gone we're still answering questions about that mm-hmm. um, one of the things that I am I, I think if you are looking at where Austin LBJ landed I think overall you've got to be pretty pleased with it and it has almost nothing to do with the fact that of what district they were put in because there there look there was a you know they got put into um, find it. What do, 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 do. I'm looking. You're listening to live coverage of me finding where Austin LBJ landed. Austin LBJ landed in District 13, 4A Division One. 13, 4A Division One. So they are in the same district as. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, Taylor, Austin, Travis, etc. They landed in District 13, 4A Division One. The most important thing that happened there. Mm-hmm. Is you know first of all I think they're going to be one of the favorites to win that district. Probably the favorite to win that district. The other thing that's most important there, VNA, mm-hmm. is that this is a an opportunity for them to stay in 4A. For those who don't know, back in the 2022 alignment, they had gone to the 2021 state championship game, a remarkable run for Jamal Fenner and company, getting them to the state championship game. They then turned in a 4A number, but Austin ISD decided, no, 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 for travel reasons, everyone has to play up to 5A. So they got thrown up to 5A, and, like, they're a good team, but, like, you can't, like, you're not going to be able to compete when you're when you're punching up that high and mm-hmm. you're punching up above your weight class. Austin ISD this past year for this realignment said, okay, that's fine. You can play where you want to, where, where you're aligned to play. And so they dropped to 4A Division One. Now, I don't think 4A Division One Region 4 is going to be particularly a picnic. I think there's going to be plenty of challenges to come out of a 4A Division One Region a uh, uh, 4A Division One Region 4. However, simply because LBJ was able to play within their weight class, I think is a win for them. It was a win before we found out what district they were in. They could be put into a district with, you know, every every contender, you know, known to man, and it still would have been a, a positive thing for LBJ because they are moving down and they're being allowed to move down. So for Austin LBJ, I think that that was a, a really big win. Okay, elsewhere. Um, from FFR how about Westlake being smaller than Bowie and likely securing themselves into division two over the next two years so that is a a 
uh, one of the, the things that now we get to dive into now that kind of the shock of realignment has has worn off mm-hmm. now we get to take a look at the, the the enrollment numbers especially in 6a because the enrollment numbers determine whether you go to the division one or division two bracket whenever the playoffs roll around lbg or uh westlake being smaller than uh, than um being smaller than austin Bowie is a huge deal because Bowie is a likely playoff team, or at least a playoff contender, um, to make the playoffs, along with Lake Travis, who is bigger than Westlake. If those two get in, which right now I would say the odds are that they will, then Westlake goes to Division Two bracket. And that is a huge, huge deal because they will be one of the favorites to go to, to make a run in the Division Two bracket of Region 4. They will not have to deal with Lake Travis. They will not have to deal with, in the state semifinal, a team like Galena Park North Shore. They can instead they can instead play teams that are still very good, Civil of Steel, very good, etc. But they will be favored, much more favored in the Division II bracket. And, quite frankly, DeSoto-Westlake would be a fun title game. DeSoto will, is the smallest team in their district. They will definitely go to Division 2. You give DeSoto Wesley in a title game. Uh, that, would be, that would be very fun. Um, okay. Andrew Christensen asks, where would you compare this year's DeSoto team to all-time great teams, whether it is more recent champs or all-time teams like Dangerfield from the 80s? It's a great question. And right after state championship games, um, the, 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 the conversation about 2023 DeSoto quickly turned to Okay, where do they rank among all-time Texas high school football teams? I mean, they were spectacular. They were dominant. They were 16-0. That win over Duncanville is huge. Um, now, in hindsight, to be as dominant as they were all year long, I think is is a huge deal. In my mind, this is me, 83 Dangerfield is still always going to be the greatest, foot, the greatest high school football team of all time. I think that's that just because of that defense and what they were able to do. I think 83 Dangerfield is, to me, the greatest Texas high school ball team of all time. The question is, and I think it's a reasonable question, because I think the second, I think there's an argument to be made that the second best high school football team of all time is 2015 Katy. That is a team that I've talked about a lot that I think is the finest football team I've ever seen. I think 2015 Katie is the finest football team, the high school football team I've ever seen. Twenty twenty three DeSoto might be better than them. Twenty twenty three DeSoto might be better than them. And and I will say this: if you want to, and there there are people again. I'm one man, and I was not. I, I started covering high school football essentially in earnest in like 2010. So like grain of salt with everything that I say. And there are historians who will probably point to other teams and say, this team, that team, this team. And I'm not here to argue with that. In my view, any list of top 10 all-time Texas high school football teams is incomplete without 2023 DeSoto. My opinion. I think that there's, I do not think that there is an argument that there were 10 better all-time Texas high school football teams than 2023 DeSoto. That's my thing. Uh, yeah, 1985 Houston Yates is on that in that conversation as well. 2013 Allen is in that mix as well as all-time great Texas high school football teams. I what I'm very comfortable saying right now is that 2023 DeSoto is a top 10 all-time Texas high school football team. We can have a conversation on where they are in that top 10. Uh, I don't want to jump out on a limb right now and, and make an indefensible point without doing the due diligence. But I will say that I think I, I'm comfortable putting them somewhere in the top 10. 
That's that's where I stand. It's Which, worked its way in there. Yes, exactly. Uh, get your questions in on Facebook, YouTube. Um, finally, uh, well, this is a good question for you, VNA. Andrew yes. Christensen asks, "What's your favorite concession item?" So you're going to a cowboy Ooh. game, you're going to a, a baseball game, you're going somewhere. What is your favorite concession if item? I am at. That's a hard one. Well, mm-hmm. actually, no, it's not a hard one. It's not a hard one. Ultimate nachos. Okay, you just need nachos. You're nachos. a nachos fan. So, do you like the the like the gloopy yellow cheese? For a, like for canned a, cheese. For like how intense my emotions are at this game. Yes, I will take the gloopy cheese. Oh, like at a Cowboys game? Yeah. Okay, so we're talking specifically at a Cowboys game where you have a vested interest. Yes. No, okay. you know what? Any any game. Nachos. Any game. Okay. Nachos. nachos. So you just want you want the, you like the gloopy cheese. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I think there's a lot of people that are that the gloopy cheese are um, is a winner, and like the canned cheese. I I think there's people who are going to say this is not a gourmet item. No, but not. dang it, if it's not great. Yeah, you know? I just love I love you know my my dad's like what do you want what do you want to share I usually share with oh, like yeah. my dad and my brother, and it's like let's get the nachos. We all just you it's know a, it's a good party uh, party. Um, uh, uh, Platter, good party dish, yeah. you know, for for a, for a stressful <laughs> Cowboys game. Um, I don't mind. I don't mind the, the the canned cheese. I think the canned cheese is good. My my wife loves the canned cheese. Oh yes. Oh yeah, she's a big fan <laughs> of the canned cheese. Jalapenos um, and everything. So you got you got to have the jalapenos on it. I add the jalapenos yep. in there with like load it up. Yep. Load yes. it up. Um. So yeah. Okay. That that that's a very that's a very very good guess. All right. Finally, last question. Um. Let's see. We're looking up here. I had one. Um, when prepping wings for a Super Bowl party, what's the appropriate amount of wings I'm per glad person? You asked that one. My wife and I are having a debate. This is the this is the, um, the our ender. Well, you tell me. What is the appropriate number of wings per capita at a party? <sighs> okay. <sighs> Knowing full well that, like, if you have a Super Bowl party, not everybody's going to eat wings, mm-hmm. right? But you have to assume that you have X number of wings per person. I would say like. There's a lot going on when you're at a social gathering. There's a lot going on, and wings okay. are a, wings are an, a, are an involved food. You know, like you yes. have to be committed to eating yeah. a wing. It's not like a chip. You know, no, okay. you gotta be committed to it. I would say four to six. Four to six. Four okay. to six. Like if we're if we're if we're like dedicating I to think, it. I think a lot of it also depends on like what the other food spread is. Yeah. <laughs> if you're only <laughs> If if you're only providing one thing, then yeah, you should probably go on the higher end of that, like yeah. six six wings per. Oh, person. okay, okay, okay. Fine, like, fine, fine. but I'm saying if this is a potluck type thing and you've got a bunch of other stuff that you're eating, and this is a a centerpiece but not the only thing, I think that you can go two, three, three, mm-hmm. three wings per person. But again, it depends on what how how vast the spread is. You're gonna have a little plate. Right, mm-hmm. and you're there's gonna be the spread, and you're gonna like the plate is like hand pal- two hand palms, mm-hmm. yes, couple wings, mm, some dip, some dip, some some chips, some other like chips. knickknacks, some uh, uh, some pigs in a blanket. You know what I mean? Like tendies, maybe I don't know. Wow, wings and tendies. What kind of <laughs> what kind of bougie Super Bowl parties are you going to? Jeez, wow. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Can I tell oh, you? Maybe some sliders. Sliders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of it depends on like what your spread looks like. If it's a collection of dips, 
then like you need something a little bit more substantive, like like you know a lot of wings or something like mm-hmm. that. But if it's like sliders and tendies and like other things that are like substantive and could be like, um, like central party figures, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like yes. like like central main meals. Mm-hmm. Then I think you can get away with two to three wings, three yeah. three wings per person. Yeah, I think that's kind of it. But again, it's largely contextual. <laughs> I think you need to take a look at the spread overall and say, all right, how many? Because the other thing is, and this is, here's a controversial take. You ready for a controversial take? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> Wings expire. Okay. What I'm saying is, I think, like, if you're cooking a lot of wings for, for Super Bowl, you have 24 hours to eat them. They're not good on Tuesday. I'm, I'm out on old wings. Are, do are do you want to argue with me? We can argue. This is this is a forum. We're having fun. No. So let me let me do, like let's just say that Sunday rolls around and your family's okay. having wings. Okay, 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 okay. And you guys make sixty wings, mm-hmm. and there's twenty wings left over for some reason. Mm-hmm. Are you bring those for lunch on Tuesday. I think wings expire. I think the half life of wings is about. Uh, you know what? As a hours. person who has heated up wings the next day, I can't. I can disagree. Next day. I don't, I'm not saying next day. Okay, okay. I'm saying you can eat them on Monday. Okay. After that is a no. But after you go to bed at Monday night, <laughs> they need away. to be going to bed in your trash. <laughs> Throw them away. Well, okay. I mean, I don't know what to do with them. Like, the problem is wings are not like a super, like, versatile yeah. dish. You can't like... Like uh, pizza. Like pizza. <gasps> pizza oh. keeps. Pizza, like, there are pizza foods keeps. you can eat. Pizza. 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 pizza you can keep... <laughs> And you'll eat that Tuesday. Uh-huh. Yeah. I wouldn't eat it Wednesday. But, like, you can eat it Tuesday. <laughs> like, that's what extends past 24 hours. Yeah. Dips will extend past 24 hours, most dips. Right? I just don't think wings do. Come at me. He said that his wife and him were, we're having, having a, debate a debate about this. So, you know what? Maybe just listen to your wife. That's <laughs> the overarching theme of this show. If there's one thing you learn from this show... Just listen to your wife. Listen to the woman in your life. And buy her a subscription to Dave Campbell's Texas Football. <laughs> That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Forney head coach Jeff Fleener, a guy who I definitely know what school he coaches at. For VNA Moreno, I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please can be your player of the year trophy. We'll see you Tuesday on Texas Football Today. Bye-bye.